This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. You can't just go out and kill your wife. Sure I can. But you said she was hiding. Not anymore. Your father found her for me. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? It's going fantastic. How are you doing? Awesome. Great. Good. Um, yeah. Well, as you may or may not know from talking to your wife, um, my wife and I are doing Whole30 and I'm still alive. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did hear about that. <laughs> I, was gonna, I haven't I was killed gonna, anybody yet. That's good. It, it, I, not, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you do it, but yeah. Well, we're not going to get into that now. We're yeah. we're not doing diet uh, diet talk right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but, it uh, just popped right. in my head. Yeah, give us. Yeah, each week you can give us the five second update on how that is. But yeah, well, we're two weeks in, so we'll see. Right. Anyway. Uh, we'll get right down to it. What are we watching, or what did crazy, we watch? I say that every like single a time. Fox. Yeah, well, yeah, right. we're not watching it live right now, but yeah, we watched Crazy Like a Fox. Um, you may or may not remember this. It ran for a couple years from '84 to '86. Uh, season season one, episode one. So we're watching the pilot. Um, I don't know if it had a name. No, it just name? listed no, okay. as pilot IMDb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's tough to find too. I mean. Not that I spent a whole lot of time trying to find it to watch to stream online, but you know, it it wasn't. It, I didn't quickly find a high quality version to watch, so uh, I dealt no. with what was available. So we watched a very lousy quality. Um, yeah, yeah. It was it was rough. I th- I told Mike. I said I think I said it to you, right? It's like the version we watched is like someone sat a video camera in front of their TV and recorded an old VHS tape. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, it was bad quality, but it was like the only copy available with a, you know, a good 10 minutes of searching on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's not um, maybe on, if we, you know, I, I, it ran on C, it ran on CBS back in the day, not yeah. on CBS.com, at least where I could find. No. Um, but anyway, it's out there. You'll find it if you you know if you want to watch it. It's, yeah, uh, and I'm sure uh, there's DVDs floating around too. You know, I you know what I looked at that today. I wanted to see like if they were like on Amazon or something, and yeah. they, Did they didn't anything? even have it there. No, I didn't even huh. see it on eBay. Really? Actually, you know what? I did run across one thing. Shoot, it might have been eBay, but it was <laughs> it was. Ridiculous! It was like one disc for like fifty bucks or something. It was like, like that. Yeah, it's like someone burned a copy of the episode we, uh, the same version we watched. Yeah, but. I mean they were released on DVD, so you might be able to have luck finding it in your library. I don't know. Ooh, that but might anyway, be a good yeah. thing to try. Let's just jump into it. It's, it's yeah. Anyway, so uh, uh, Crazy Like a Fox, like Mike said, CBS. Um, I looked at, looked up to see, you know, the usual stuff who created it. Um, there were three creators listed that I saw or four, right? So John Baskin and Frank Cardeda, I think they, um, they were two of them. John Baskin did good times, Jefferson's three's company. So a lot of that 
Frank Cardita and George Schnell was also listed. Both of them worked on a show called Bring Them Back Alive and now NCIS. Oh, wow. And then the other one was Roger Shulman, who also worked on Good Times, Jefferson Three's Company. So I think it was like two groups of two guys that kind of worked okay. together that did it. So um, this episode, it starred uh, Jack Warden as the dad, John right. Rubenstein. So yes, the son, the son, right? Yeah, and he was so Jack, more of a stage stage actor. I saw. Yeah, Rubenstein. Or, yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a Broadway, off Broadway. But he yeah. also did. He did a ton of TV movies. And that, yeah, I read the, he also wrote like music scores and directed TV and movies as well. So that guy oh, was did. like he did a ton of stuff. Yeah, Tons. yeah. Huge and Jack Warden, everyone knows him. You just see him. And I, I was trying to think of like what I know him from. And I can't place like what I know him from for sure. But I know I've seen him in tons of things. So he was in a couple of, I, I don't know if it was a TV, if these were TV movies or made for TV, made for TV movies or TV series. But I remember him in Bad News Bears, like one version oh, yeah, yeah. of, of Bad News He was News in the Bears. series, right. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, And then... Uh, <laughs> Topper. Do you remember the movie Topper? I think it was like, it was it was like old black and white. It was like like some guy that was like oh was that what in James a car Stewart accident or something or something. It was like the guy was a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was that Jimmy Stewart? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I haven't think seen it since. I was if a I'm thinking of the right thing. But that popped into my head too. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then um, Penny Pazer was his wife. I'm not sure. I didn't recognize her. But then. A couple interesting people, I thought. So, the female lead in this episode was Jane Kaczmarek from Malcolm in the Middle. Um, and uh, her husband was Nicholas Pryor, who was the dad from Risky Business. Oh wow! Remember that? Yeah, yeah. It was that was another thing where I saw him. I'm like, where do I really know this guy from? I mean, again, he's been in a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then Ed Lauder was the insurance guy. He's always a bad guy. And I think, and I meant to look it up, I think he was one of the guards, maybe, and stir crazy. Oh, really? I that was a so. great, that was, yeah. That was one of I the mean, first Richard Pryor movies I've, I saw. Yeah. I mean, I know, I, I, I know him from something, a prison movie. <laughs> Let's put it yeah. that way. Again, he's, a, he's um, in all kinds of stuff, too. He's always like that guy, you know? Yeah. He's got, he's the, always, he's got that look to him. Yeah, he's always kind of a jerk. Um, he, and you know, just imagine being this guy. I mean, I granted he's you know he's he likes the <laughs> he made work, a living right? off of it, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Like, uh, you know what? We need kind of a jerk for this episode. Who would be a real jerk to work for? <laughs> Get and you're just her. looking. You're just looking through pictures, like headshots. This guy looks like a jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's oh, okay. Uh, All right, I'm looking, and uh, no, he was not in just stir crazy. Darn it. I okay. thought that's what it was. Yeah, I'm. Tr- I don't know. I didn't look at what he's in, but I know he's been in tons of stuff. I've seen him in everything. So. Oh yeah. All right. Anyway, so so <laughs> so Mike, how does this episode start? <laughs> so all right, it starts off in so the 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 dad, um, you know, the main, or I guess I don't know what you want to call, him, but Jack, what's Jack Gordon's well, character, right? He, he right, is Her- and that's Harry the problem Fox. is these guys both have the same name, so yeah. it's like. Yeah, they uh, call the dad Harry Fox, and they call the kid Harrison. I think. Yeah, or, I or guess something. it's still confusing. It is. So, I the the dad and the kid you may hear may refer to them. As. <laughs> That's kind of how I was writing it down too. Yeah, and then it gets a little <laughs> confusing because the kid has a kid, 
yeah and then you know so then but he doesn't really and play I don't know role, so. what was his kid his he didn't name him the third right it was harrison no i, I don't know what it was <laughs> i yeah i lost. you know they just I called lost, him number three yeah i didn't have kid kid number one yeah. i don't know i didn't have an interest really but <laughs> nice i mean it was just like tra- tracking names and stuff and yeah um you know he had a minor part so but anyway they start off in in harry's office and like on the window, you can see from the outside, he's a, a PI. And um, so there's a guy in his office and he's like, hey, uh, you know, I found the I found the lady you were looking for. Um, and he hands him like this stack of like photographs or whatever. And he's like, oh, she was using the name Julie, Julie Floyd. And um, he's like, oh, I did track her down. And he's like, oh, you know, you said she liked collecting coins. So I tracked her down to this hobby or this uh, coin collecting or not coin collecting like a coin shop in uh, Chinatown. So the guy's like, Oh, you know, this is great. Can I, you know, can I hang on to these photos? Um, And as the guy's looking through the pictures, he's got like a picture of his grandson in there. (laughs) Um, I don't know why. I don't know how that slipped in there. He just said, he said he had like extra couple pictures left on the roll. So we just took a couple of his kid. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, so the guy, he's like, Oh, you know, this is great. I've been looking for a long time. Glad you found her. This is this is great. He's like, you know what? I'm I'm new to San Francisco. Um, do you know any lawyers in the area? And he's like, oh yeah, you know my uh, my son's a lawyer. So he refers his his son to the his client that he found. You know this woman he was trying to track down. So all is good. Sounds like you know we're off to a good start here, right? Yeah. I mean, and meanwhile, be- while he's doing all this and. They're going through this. When he opens that window, he looks and he sees a guy and he's like, oh, great. He knows this guy's up to no good because, again, he looks like Ed Lauder. <laughs> right. And you know what I thought? I'm like, there is like, there's the police element in this. Here, right. The, That's exactly what I thought, too. Yeah. Here's the cop. Just the the jerk cop. Right. Right. Because Harry is a P.I. So in every P.I. show, there's always like the local cop that hates the P.I. Right. in the show. Right, because it's almost like a, they're almost like competition, you know. Where yeah. the cops, the cops on TV always treat the PI like a peon, you know. Yeah. But, well, because it's you know, I don't. So know. If you're not a real cop. You're just yeah. You're not a real cop, guy. and you're taking business away from me. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, so he sees him, but nothing happens there. We don't really, you know. No, no. He just sends him over to his moment. kid. He's like, oh, I'll give him some business. Right. So. Um, so then they cut to the kid's office, and the guy's there. And I, I, the guy's name was Nick Darnell. Okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. so the father sends Nick Darnell over to his son's office, and he's like, "Hey," and the son is already like reluctant when the secretary comes in. She's like, <laughs> right. yeah. "She's like, yeah, your dad sent <laughs> over somebody," and he's like, "Oh, gee, you know, like get rid of the guy." You know, the yeah. Doesn't he say something? About, oh, he said something like, yeah, "Tell him I'm like on a ship somewhere." <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, he something. wanted no part of it. Yeah, and then, it's, and then the guy comes in, and he's got he's like, "Hey, uh, I want to tell you, in 1972, I was convicted of the murder of my wife. I spent 12 years in prison, and you know, he's like." Then he had a question. Asked. I think you might have a clip of the way he kind of phrased it. Did, yeah. Is, so is right. Opinion? So basically, what he wants to know is, I've been in jail. <laughs> Can I take her out now? Right. So <laughs> here we go. What I want to know is this. What happens now if I find my wife alive? 
and really kill her this time. Can I be convicted of the same crime? Can I just knock her off and call it even? Why does my father do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> and like right after that, bam, we cue the music for the start of the show. Yeah. So and go I, ahead. I, got, I was thinking this is genius. This plot, like a lot of like these double jeopardy things you like you've seen <laughs> before, like you can't try the person twice for the same crime. So someone commits a crime and then they're like free and then you find out they did it. Um, but this to me seemed like a unique twist. And then I, I've never seen this repeated as, as far as I can remember. Where you, you do the time, but the person's alive. You know well, what I mean? So I was thinking that same thing too. And then I remembered, wait a minute. Do you remember the movie Double Jeopardy? <laughs> um, With, um, I mean, I don't know if there was a 1999. It was after this though. They, so know. they stole it from these guys. With uh, Ashley Judd and Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, so yeah. She gets sent up for killing her husband so she they're like on a boat somewhere she wakes up and she's covered in blood and his body yeah, is missing yeah and the coast guard pulls up and she gets thrown in jail for it and yeah you're right yeah so then she finds out that he's still alive and that he's trying to get the kid so yeah she makes okay. it her mission when she gets out to find him and then she takes him out Okay. Yep. So right. it is You're kind right. of the same. Yeah. And it, yeah. it didn't hit me until when I rewatched it today. I'm like, wait a minute. Double Jeopardy, the movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> I always remember those commercials like, double Jeopardy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, it, I mean, at least this isn't, it was. It hasn't been like overdone. You know what I mean? It's a pretty mm-hmm. good, pretty good plot, I thought. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm not right. saying anything bad about that. No. Oh, no. I just think the double Jeopardy movie. I'm not saying movie, you're saying anything bad about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, when he walks in, he's like, I got the, uh, what did he say? I got the case of a lifetime for you. Yeah. And basically even tells him, he's like, well, legally, yeah, you might be right. He's like, you You might have a case, you know? Yeah. But he's like, there's no way I'm doing this. He doesn't say that, but. But yeah. And, you know, I don't really know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. Um, I'm not giving any legal advice here. But it seems like. But all right, so here's the twist. I was gonna say, yeah, it seems like you could do it, but they could get you for something. I mean, it'd be like manslaughter or second degree murder. I mean, is that a different? You know what I mean? Is that a well, no, second degree murder is not premeditated. Okay. So if he, this would be first degree. It would depend. I, I don't know. Uh, like, any lawyers? Yeah, like, uh, like call us. Life. Yeah, yeah. Any lawyers? <laughs> feel free to chime in. Chime uh, in on this double jeopardy. Uh, how accurate are they? How, what could they do to this guy? Could they get him for like discharging a firearm and? Well, I was gonna say they can get him for weapons violations or something, right? Like that, yeah. <laughs> and you get like life for you know, right. Something like and one thing I did cut off on that thing, and actually I was wrong on the music cue, is you know when he says he's gonna do this, and he's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? You know, he's like, you already said you don't know where she is. He's like, oh no, I know where she is now. Your dad found her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's and, when they cue the credits. And then I was thinking to when he said that, I'm like, wait a minute. The guy's a PI. He's tracking this lady down. He finds her, but he never comes across any of her information that she may be dead, you know, or, or you know, she's suspected to be dead or something. You know. What I mean? Well, they didn't have the internet then, though. No, but you know. But I guess like microfiche, files, right? Or, yeah, right. <laughs> 
He could have gone away. That is like, that's just analog internet. But Harry kind of seems like the type that doesn't care about deep details too much. Yeah, you're right. Right. He it's seems built, to play a little fast and loose with the law. It's built into his character. With, you're right. Yeah. And that's what, but that's what gives him his charm. So don't Absolutely. get me wrong. Um, so yeah. So now the, uh, just like I said, the son Harrison goes to find his dags. He's like, what the hell are you setting me up with here? And, um, he finds him at some, uh, the fisherman's wharf. Basically he's buying, looking at some crabs <laughs> to yeah, buy. Yeah. Right. And uh, he's like, hey, you set me up with this guy. He's going to kill his wife. He's like, what are you talking about? I just found his wife for him. He's like, no, he's going to kill her. And he tells him the story. He's like, oh. He's like, well, did you call the police? And he's like, well, yeah, but what are they going to do? Because, you know, how do I prove this? Right. And he's like, you know, maybe you shouldn't get into business with guys like this. He's like, (laughs) you're the one that sent him over to me. Exactly. (laughs) He's like, Uh, yeah. And then the dad's like, all right, I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. I'll talk to him. Yeah, and then he like just dis- disappears, and the guy comes back with the crab and is like, "Uh, six dollars, please." <laughs> and the kid so he stiffs his son, yeah, with a stinky crab that he's got to stick in his car now all day. And then they go back, you know, later I guess picks up again at the son's house. I wasn't clear at this point. Is it morning? Is it nighttime? Is it, like everyone? <laughs> why is, weren't you clear? Everyone was fully dressed except for the son. Was it like in a bathrobe right t- i it was turns out it was, the same thing it turns out she because she says to the dad the dad walks in she's like oh hey dad you, you know you want to stay for dinner and i'm like yeah. what is he doing in a robe at like what is it like six o'clock in the evening or something <laughs> yeah he i get he decided he had to take a shower and <laughs> i don't didn't think like i don't know about you but when i come home from work i don't go jump in the shower because i don't feel i need one and he's a lawyer sitting in an office all day so right unless he maybe he was at the gym that could be possible and, and you know if i did come home and take a shower i'm not going to walk around in a rug for the rest of the day you know i'm going to put some <laughs> no. clothes on got things to do at least put some sweats on i don't yeah, know right but someone rings the so, the funny, so then his dad shows up right at the house and he's like oh he's like Nice ham. <laughs> How do you get that glaze to stay on there? And, uh, you know, he gets invited over. He's like, well, come on. We got to. Because then he's Harrison. This, this kid is like, well, did you take care of that matter? He's like, well, for the most part, let's go outside and talk. Yeah. And as soon as they go outside, I'm like, this guy is going to end up on the street somewhere in his robe. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it yeah. coming a mile away. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I don't know that I thought that, but yeah, that was it was pretty obvious at that point. But. Um, so he, uh, he takes him down to the car. He's like, "Yeah, I, I got to show you something." Yeah. So, so you bring so, him down to the car, and the and the woman he found that, that Nick wants to kill is in the car. Yeah, because he couldn't find the guy, so he's like, "Well, I found her, so we'll keep her safe by watching right. her," which makes sense. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's good thinking. Probably a better plan than finding the and, guy. Yeah, and she kind of explains it that he she found out he was going to poison her. So she's like, I just let him think that maybe he did, which I don't understand how that worked, really. Because if it's a poison thing, he would expect to find the body somewhere, right? Yeah, so I don't think he thought she was dead, obviously. No, but she wanted the police to think that. I guess, yeah, I guess but so, so, okay. so I guess you would think, okay, he disposed of the body somehow. 
I don't yeah. know. They, they never found it. I mean, yeah. people have been okay. convicted without a body, I believe. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, anyway, I'm they want him. Yeah. So they want Harrison to talk to the DA because he's a lawyer, obviously. So he sees him all the time and maybe, you know, could figure out because she's worried that what can I be charged with at this point? Right. You know, right. since she let them think that he was she was dead. Right. And Basically I would think not a whole death. lot. Faking her death and get allowing him to be convicted. I don't know. But, me, you know, keep in mind now they're but driving she, around. But he because- was also going to kill her, though. True. So yeah, she, she could say it was self defense, and she was. That's she true. Was it was just the elaborate self defense. Yeah. Um. But they're driving around because uh, uh, Harry Fox. He he's like, hey, it's not safe to stay in one spot here too long, you know. So that's they're, they're on the move, and then she asks, like, hey, can we um, can we stop by my apartment to get a few things? And before both the the father and son both answer. Father's like yes, son's like no. But before they they answered, I'm like bad move. Don't right. do this. This is what, like this is when on the rare occasion I talk to my screen and I, <laughs> when you I, talk to the TV, I, I, I actually don't do bad it. Move. Yeah. <laughs> so so they do. They end up going there. I didn't think they would, but they did. They ended up going to her apartment, and the kid is like in his room. He's like, Dad, can I have a dime so I can call my wife? <laughs> Oh, it even says something at one point, like when they were talking about going to see the DA, it's like, what kind of, what can we charged with? He's like, I'm sorry, I left my law books in my other robe. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. There are a couple um, good, like little snappy one-liners and stuff, but. Yeah. So, so he goes to get out to go make the phone call and Harry gets out of the car because he's like, I'll get your stuff. You stay here. And as he's walking out, a car, or he's getting, yeah, he and just then, got out of the car. A car pulls up like. Hey, Fox, what are you doing here? And it's the husband. <laughs> like, right. Uh-oh. <laughs> and and I was thinking, I don't know how many times they had to take that shot or whatever, but the timing was like impeccably perfect. They were just right. as soon as he yeah. said that, the guy like skids up right next to him, you know. <laughs> it was perfect. It was pretty good. And then um at that point he's he sees her in the car and then he's like, "Well, here's my chance." So he just Backs up and spins around and just comes charging at the car and like gonna plow yeah. into it. Now this car was what mid seventies gigantic Cadillac. Yeah, solid steel. <laughs> <laughs> you would have to come at that thing at like four hundred miles an hour to take her and out. I, I want to say he hit the thing <laughs> twice and it looked pretty good after. <laughs> Now remember, well, my mom had one of those things. Yeah, yeah, and, I remember. Uh, I used to tour that the thing neighborhood. Was man. a freaking tank. Yeah, and I will tell you that. So okay, anyway, so then they go take off, right? But I'll get to that. And the car chase ensues. But the kid is still on. Uh, Harrison is on the phone with his wife, and he's like, "Oh my god, I gotta go! I gotta go!" And she's like, "Okay, well, you can you pick up some milk on the way." Yeah, and he she's has this look in his face, like, "What is wrong with you?" But. At the same time, she has no idea what's going on. No. So, yeah. But so then he runs and jumps in the window, and then there's a car chase with gigantic late 70 model cars. Yeah. Like, which, a, like a Cadillac and a Lincoln or something. I don't know what Right. Which, like, I, this is what I was going to get to. My mom's car did not handle as well as this car did. <laughs> they took some turns pretty well. Yeah. My it's mom's a professional car, driver, you know? Yeah. But, and, some kind of special suspension because 
There's no way we could take turns like that in my mom's car. Oh, that's funny. But um, oh. so yeah. So anyway, they it's a little chase ensues, and they ditch down a, a an alley, and somehow they roll the car. Basically, they they hit a yeah. dumpster and garbage, and they're on their side. But luckily for them, the other guy keeps peeling by, and has to stop and turn around so they can run out. Yeah, it gives them time and, to climb uh, out and, and run yeah. into a like train museum or something. I don't know. What yeah, it's like a trolley museum. Yeah, it's where yeah. all the trolleys are kept from San Francisco. And um, so they go in there, and the other guy, you know, follows them. He's like, "Hey, guys, I don't want to hurt you. I just want to hurt her." Basically, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "We're cool. I like you guys." Yeah, and you know, he's like, "I paid the price. I've got a right to kill her." I'm like. Okay, I think I don't think that's how it works, but yeah. that's fine. And, and then, um, they're basically hiding under a trolley as he's walking by, and they can see his feet. Right, and then yeah, and then he decides, you know what? I should probably look under this trolley that I'm <laughs> yeah. standing in front of. I should probably look under f- these forty trolleys that are there, but I'm gonna look under the one that there <laughs> that you know, right in the middle. Yeah. So as, as he goes down, he's just about to you know make eye contact. Um, Fox, the dad, is in the trolley next to him, and he like starts wailing on the bell to distract him, and it worked. And yeah, uh, he's like, "I miss it. these things running down the street. You can almost smell the rice aroni." <laughs> I, I almost thought for a minute he was going to get shot, though. You know, right? Yeah. I mean, I know he did, guy didn't want to kill him, but you never you hear a bell, you're about to kill somebody, you're probably a little <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> twitchy. You I don't swing know. Swing around and with your gun <laughs> in your hand, yeah, yeah. But uh, and then the cops show up, and um, then Darnell's like, I don't know what he's, I can't remember what he said, but he he's, he's like, take, he just said, stay out of my way, basically. All right, and then he just takes yeah. off running, and then they kind of slip out, and as they're walking away, that guy from the beginning of the show, you know, spots him. Yeah, you know, so I'm like, all right, the cop, the main cop. The jerk cop sees them walking away, so now he's suspicious. Because <laughs> right now you still we have no idea who that guy is. Exactly, we just know he's a bad guy in some way. <laughs> he's just a jerk. We know that. Yeah. And then, um, oh, then Harrison goes goes home, shows up yeah. at home in his robe, um, like seven <laughs> hours later. <laughs> it's like dark out, you know. Like now, maybe the robe is appropriate. I don't know. But the wife is like, yeah. where have you been? You know, and he's like, because uh, think about it. You don't have like a cell phone or whatever. You can't be no. texting. I mean, he called her. I'm yeah. surprised she didn't ask where the milk was. Yeah, right. And then um, it's, then he, he comes back in. He's like rooting around. Then he goes back and he goes to the door and there's a cab driver there. So he's, he pays the cab driver. Obviously, he didn't have any money on him. But I thought that was funny that he came in. He was like rooting around for stuff. And then he <laughs> opens the door and the cab driver's there. Yeah. And uh he pretty much rattles through like everything he's been through that day. He's like, yeah, you know, he's been chased, shot at, you know, flipped I got, in well, a car. Well, actually, I got a little clip of that. It came, okay. uh, all right, this is good. Letting off a little bit of steam after this thing. Yeah. Are you all right? No. I've been in a car chase. A horrible wreck. <laughs> I've been shot at. I had a crazed murderer stalking me. Found me. Josh. Death isn't neat. It's something every living organism on the planet tries to avoid, except my father. <laughs> I love that. And I forgot about that kid. Yeah, he says, that's neat. <laughs> sounds neat. And I'm thinking, and as I'll, a kid, you would be like, yeah, that's right. really cool. But also, that kid 
remember earlier when they were there for doing the dinner thing, the uh, Harry was talking to him, and they were making bets, sports oh, that's bets. Right, right. He's like, uh, that, "How many points are you going to give me?" <laughs> the kid was like a seasoned gambler. Yeah, he was talking. Right. I forgot to mention that because that comes up yeah. again later in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, like yeah. That, so he has that, a bad that, night. Yeah, that was good though. It was a good line. It's like yeah. that's what all whatever living organisms try to avoid, except my yeah, father. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't like people with guns. That's why I became an attorney. Yeah, and then and he's uh, like, now I'm going to treat him like everyone else treats their parents. I'm only going to see him on holidays. Oh yeah, that's right. And then the wife gives up like a little smile. I'm thinking that yeah. would probably traumatize the kid. He'd be like, "What? What, the, what do you mean?" Yeah, and he says it like right to the kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then uh, so Harry brings brings the what's her name again? Judy, the the woman that I forgot missing. what her name was already. Let's yeah, go, I'm just going to call her Judy. So he brings her to a hotel <laughs> to hide out. Like he knows like the lady who runs the hotel or something. And um, so he's like, all right, you know, I'll be back tomorrow morning, whatever. Keep your lights off or doors locked or whatever. Yeah. So she be starts up. Yeah. She starts a bath and then the jerk shows up, like grabs her mouth, like covers her face or covers her mouth. And I'm like, oh, well, he's not a cop. He's going to kill her. <laughs> right. <laughs> Because then, then he says something about, like, where's the 500000 She's like, what are you talking about? But I want to know is, where? He, how did he get in there? I think he got in the window. But how did he know? Like, okay, yeah, so. I mean, I, how does he know which room? I don't know how. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is he just I don't know. going up every fire escape and he, looking he in? He just waited maybe to see a light turn on or something. I don't know. But, I guess. But somehow he and, got uh, in there. Yeah. And at this point, when uh, Harry's walking the lady down. Um, the the landlady or whatever you want to call it, you know, he, he's talking about betting with her, and she says something about, well, fifty bucks. And this is like, I know someone that'll take that action. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, he's talking about the grandkid. Yeah, exactly. It's like his bookie or something. And then, and and then, so then he leaves, and then, yeah. so when when the girl gets grabbed, she like gets a little bit of a scream out. So the landlady hears that, so she goes back to the room, and by the time she gets there, like the guy's gone, and and then Judy doesn't let on what happened or anything. Yeah, he's like the phantom. Yeah, the window was open, and the drapes yeah. were blowing in the wind. Right. Um, but uh, then, then so the next morning, then it just Her- yeah yeah we go to the next morning. Yeah, Harry comes back, and she's gone. And, and somehow uh, the motel lady knows she called a coin <laughs> shop. I'm She's not like, wait, sure. wait a minute. She made a phone call. Oh, to who? A coin shop. <laughs> like, like, are you listening <laughs> in on the line? What's going on? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that either. And um, so he's like, oh, I know the one. He's like, let me use your car. Give me your keys. And she's like, no. And then he goes and lists all the things that he's done for her about yeah. finding what ex-husbands or doing whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Fine, here you go." And it turns out this is a thing he does, where he just lists off things that he's done for you so to guilt you into doing <laughs> like things, favors. Yeah, yeah. So, and, um, so, but he, she's like, "Hey, be careful with the car. You know how much I baby it." And he comes like peeling out this Trans Am. Oh, yeah. like running yeah. down the park. It, it's lot. like a black Trans Am. He's like flying around, blowing through lights and stuff. And he literally like jumped one of the streets like <laughs> when he came up because the light yeah, turned it was, yellow. It was, it was like the first you see the car is him flying up the street in the car. <laughs> um, 
So then he goes to the Oh, when he coin- tells her to call his son, he's like, hey, call my son. Uh, yeah, she tell, knows tell him who I'm going to the coin shop. Yeah, she just has his number on his Rolodex too, I guess. Yeah, and I don't think she, he ever mentioned the coin shop to his son, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, but so he gets to the coin shop. Is it a coin shop? I don't know because it looks like. I think it. Right. I don't know where were they were at this point because <laughs> I thought they were going to a coin shop too, but it seemed like they ended up in an apartment. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then uh, he hears a gunshot. And as he, you know, turns the corner, uh, he sees Darnell dead on the floor uh, with the, the girl, Judy, standing over him with a gun. And she's like, he was going to kill me. Yeah, I had to. And it, and it seems like, it all seems right. legit. Yeah. Like, I'll buy that. This is good. You yeah. got him. And then, and then uh, um, what the son's, wa- the son's walking with the district attorney or the, the deputy, because that's yeah. like his buddy or whatever. And it's like, yeah, sounds like self-defense. Talk to you later. You know? Yeah. We so, should be all right. I am not, don't forget, I'm not the real DA. I'm just the deputy, <laughs> yeah. but you know. But I think it's and, cut and dry. And I think basically, so does she go to jail at this point? Well, yeah, they arrested her. Is that when they turn her in? Yeah. 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 And, uh, but she. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, but before that, because, so I want, well, uh, the yeah, D- uh, before they separate, Harrison asked the DA, he's like, hey, you coming over to watch the big game? Oh, yeah, that's right. And so I guess we can get into this real quick. So when they kept saying that, because they kept saying this, the big game, yeah, the, big, the game, big game, the big game. Betting on the big game. I'm like, is this a thing like the Super Bowl where they? Oh shoot, I just said it. Where you can't say Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I think that's so, what I was thinking. So it was. I was no. Thinking Super Bowl. I looked it up. So then I looked it up. There actually is between University of California and Stanford a long running thing called the Big Game. Oh, okay. Or not the Big Game. It's called Big Game, and it's okay. been going on for like over a hundred years. Oh, that's. <laughs> And is that who was playing? No, that's not who was playing. Yeah, it was Stanford and University of California. So it was real. Uh, I I thought I heard. So when the actual game itself was playing towards the end of the episode or whenever it played, I heard him say, all right, it's time for the big game. (laughs) Like the announcers. They did. But it was I thought they said Chicago. Oh, no. And something else. But No, it was California and Stanford. So anyway, that's your uh, trivia for the day. But you know what? There's probably a lot of people that already knew this because they watch football all the time. Right. Uh, college football. I had no and, idea. And not, and not shows from the 80s. Right. right. But also, I'm not well, maybe on both. the West Coast. So. Yeah. All right. Anyway. So there's a big game. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, all right. Uh, so there's a big game. <laughs> that's all. And then, um, we're, so then where are we at? Oh, so oh, then. Oh, he shows up at his office. <laughs> he shows up at the kid's office while he's reading a will. To like this no, no, family. No, 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 no. First, I skip Harry ahead? goes to his office. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And that yeah. guy's picking the lock, right? Yeah, he's like, uh, works a little better if you have the key. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I got a little clip of that when they have their little uh, meeting here. Okay. Why do you take the elevator like everybody else? I usually do. But a funny thing happened yesterday. I was looking out the window and I spotted a guy casing the place. So he noticed the guy. He knew something was up. He's like, I'm going to keep an eye on things here. And it's right. just 
super convenient that his the stairs lead right up to his office. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but also, he, he doesn't seem like he'd be super silent coming up the stairs. True, <laughs> but. <laughs> but and when he does, like when he's up there, he's not even like super pissed because he's like, "Here, let me use the key," and you're like, and he unlocks the door. Yeah, he's like, like move really? over, let me. But he had a gun on him. He did have yeah, a gun. But on maybe him. you want to sort it all out before you go in your office, you know? Well, but if he's gonna shoot him, he doesn't want to do him out in the hallway. <laughs> I don't know. I would maybe someone, you know, someone else would have to clean that up. But yeah. Um, so anyway, this guy explains he's an insurance investigator. So yeah. I guess what happened, right? It took me a minute to figure this out. I had to go back because I thought I missed something. So. The husband, and the, oh, and the thing is too, Harry knew nothing about this because Harry plays it cool. He's like, "I'm here for the five hundred thousand. Like, what are you talking about?" Yeah. And then he starts explaining. He's like, "Go on." <laughs> he yeah, doesn't right. bother like saying, "I don't I have no idea what you're talking about." But yeah. so the husband embezzled five hundred dollars, five hundred thousand from a bank. And the insurance guy thinks that the wife figured it out, and that's why she took off. Because she, you know, took the money and ran. Right. So now it gets a little interesting. So, like, wait, was he trying to kill her? Did she just steal the money? Was What right. was the real thing that happened? The but plot of course, has the husband's changed. dead, so we don't know. Right, right. And then, but then I go back, too, and I'm thinking, why would an insurance investigator like accost the woman in a hotel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. And in, yeah. And cause he even says that like he ended up following the husband of San Francisco cause he couldn't find where the wife was. Right. And that's who he was trying to find. And he's like, but I was, and then he just like says, Oh, well, I guess there was no money. I would have could have used that finder's fee and just yeah. like leaves. <laughs> right. <laughs> just and gives up. Pretty much the last we see of him, and but then that's yeah. when that's when like Harry gets interested. He's like finder's yeah. fee. Yeah, he has no idea how much the finder's fee is. No, but probably what ten percent? Not yeah, even. I don't know. I'd say ten percent, right? Yeah. Well, at least maybe maybe one five thousand dollars. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you figure the money's gone. If someone can get it back, it's worth ten percent to get that back. You know. You would think. Although it's also been 12 years that <laughs> the money's been gone. Still, I don't know. <laughs> I would so want it. but So, yeah. yeah, so he barges in on his son now reading the will to this like, yeah. widow and her family <laughs> because he, he wants his son's help because there's a finder's fee for this money. Yeah. And he's like, you know, let's do something before they bury this stiff. And, uh, <laughs> we woman, I got like, a clip of that no, too. Yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> No problem. I don't want to bother anybody. I'll just take your diploma and leave. Wait, wait, where are you going with that? Hall of Justice. Darnell caught half a million dollars before they sent him up. It's still hidden someplace. You're the attorney of record. I want to go through his belongings before they bury the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Will you please? I'm reading a will here. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. But it's funny. funny. He's like, I'm just going to take your diploma. I'll be right back. <laughs> He's so crooked, you know. Like, so uh, and so is that how he thinks it works when you go to show up to the police? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, this is my law, my law degree. Don't I just walk around with this in my right. jacket? I, I'm an attorney. Here's my framed law degree. But, uh, <laughs> I, I always hang it from the inside of my top coat. 
<laughs> so they, they get to the police station and they're going through a box of, of Darnell's stuff and they find find the claim check for a department store. Well, they find claim a lot check, of crap, yeah. right? But that's like the one, yeah. the one thing that they're like, this is a clue. Yeah. So they get outside after looking through everything and the dad still has, like, he's still got the claim check. And the kid's like, you just committed a felony in my name. I signed for that stuff. Yeah, he's and like, you right, got to go give it back. And right as he said it, like, there was, like, four cops walk by. Right. They all just stop and look at him. <laughs> then they just, like, finish the conversation, walk away, and the cops are still standing there. Yeah. He's like, no, no, just just playing around. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention when they when he went, when they, before they went to the police station, when it went, he had the diploma, this is where he's... You know, he's like, you got to come with me to the the police station to go through his stuff. He's like, I'm not going there. He's like, you know how many stakeouts and cold coffee I drank while to get you this diploma? He's like, yeah, yeah. There's sitting out in the cold in the rain. That's probably where I got this bursitis. <laughs> yeah. So, he so once again, kid. he guilts him into going. Yeah. And then, so uh, what happens then? Um, then, be, then oh, they go then, back. then we show up back at the house for the big game. Yes. And yeah. there's like 50 people in this small uh, San Francisco house. But I will say for 1984, that TV was pretty big. You think so? I mean, maybe. The screen size. I'm like, damn, that was a small TV, but. Yeah, right, probably, probably compared right. to now. But for then. But they were all like pretty decent size. gathered around this TV. And, yeah. Yeah. And the dad shows up and he's like, Yeah, that claim check was did he say it was for penny loafers? Yeah, he did. Yeah, okay. And he's like, Yeah, that lead was nothing, you know. And then I think uh, he even had the shoes. Yeah, he had them in his hand. You're right. He did. Which I don't understand. So this guy bought them but didn't take them home? What was he doing? Layaway? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, maybe he ordered them from prison. I don't know. <laughs> and then <laughs> And then uh, the kid's like, yeah, Julie's out of jail on her own recognizance, so that's good, you know. And then, um, you know, the, the, old man, the old man's, like, making up some football stories to the kids and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, I didn't like really follow that story. Party. I have no idea what that had anything to do with. And the yeah. kids didn't either. They're like, what the hell are you talking about? Are you making but, this up, Grandpa? Grandpa, yeah. how many drinks did you have? Yeah. And then, and then, then it's, like, time, so everyone gathers around the TV. And uh, they're sitting around, and one guy's got his feet up, and he's wearing penny loafers with, with you know, with the pennies in them. And Harry, like, something snaps, and he, like, rips the shoe off the guy's foot. And it goes, <laughs> like, running into the kitchen with it. And, and his son is like, what? You know, what? what is going on? He's like, well, when we saw Darnell, he had, he had pennies in his shoes. But in the evidence room, the box with the shoe, it didn't have pennies in them. They were gone. Now, to me, I would never have put that together. Oh, see, I already, f- I had figured it out earlier when they started talking about penny loafers, penny loafers, penny loafers. I'm like, oh, I bet you something was in the penny. In the, oh, the really? Shoes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, this is boring. I, I like think this loafers. has been done before. <laughs> yeah, I think this has been done before. Oh, so. okay, all right. So it's not so, an yeah. original thing. Yeah. So they, he noticed that and. You know, so then they're like, all right, the wife's probably not so innocent. She figured it out. There's something, you know, he figured it out. Something with the pennies. Right. And they figured out that she saw the pennies in the shoes when they were in the trolley or underneath the trolley. That's why she freaked out when she saw his feet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then um, 
So then they like right right then they cut to the coin shop where she's having the coins examined. And the guy's yeah. like, these are like the most impressive coins I've ever seen. Yeah. I'll help you He's talking about fire. Charlemagne and what, carrying yeah. the coin around. And I, I tried to, I can't remember what he said they were called. I tried to look up something like that and I could not find anything like that. So I think it was made up. And all I know is that, like, he's, like, you know, listing off the history. And he's, like, it's been said that men have been murdered for these. <laughs> yeah. She's, like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, But uh, anyway, they so the the two foxes, <laughs> yeah, um, they, uh, they're, like, okay, we got to go. And, you know, his dad's, like, I don't know how to drive sticks. So you got to drive. He's like, because he says something like, oh, because I don't well, think his, his son didn't want to leave. He wanted no, to watch the like, game. No, he's like, I'm not right? going to go. I'm watching the game. You know? He's like, well, I think I know how to drive your car. That little one. What's that little pedal for again? <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like the he's, one in the middle. The, That's the brake, right? Yeah. The kid's got like a BMW. So and that was before BMWs were everywhere. Or maybe they were everywhere in San Francisco back in the 80s. But um, anyway, so they leave. We cut back to the coin shop, and the guy's talking to someone on phone in Hong Kong who's got a buyer lined up. He's right. like, all right. And then, you know, now the guy's asking some questions, like, about, well, so how did this coin come? He's like, she basically doesn't want to say anything. No, right. And in the meantime, she's putting on a disguise, at least a wig. <laughs> yeah. So to me, the, guy's, the guy knows what's going on, right? I mean, right. So the. She's putting on some kind of disguise, like you said, the wig. And then they go to her apartment, the, the foxes, and they, they find some crabby lady scrubbing the floor. So <laughs> she packed up and left. Yeah. So she was pissed. And um, then they come out to the car. And so the, the deal was the kid could listen to the radio to, to hear the game on the radio. And they come out to the car. And, like, as they're walking out, these guys just finished stealing the radio out of the car. <laughs> yeah. You just get a clip of the guy walking away. You're like, oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you shouldn't park your car around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dad's always got the, like, I don't know. Uh, what would you call that? Where, like, he kind of causes everything to happen and then tells the kid he shouldn't do that. But... <laughs> right, exactly. Why would you give your business card to these type of people? <laughs> <laughs> So and so this is why I was saying like she's putting the disguise on. The coin dealer knows what's going on because he walks up to her and she's like, he's like, oh, no one will recognize you, but in case they do, and he hands her like a piece, yeah, like a little, yeah, a little a small gun, little gun, know? yeah. So I'm like, all right, he's cool, he's cool with this, I guess. He's getting his yeah. commission. So, um, and then uh, the foxes go to the the coin shop because they're like, you know, they're trying to track they know her where down she's now. going, yeah. yeah. So there's a lady in line, and they kind of brush her out of the way. And um, as she's walking out, like the cat's trying to get out or something, she kicks the cat, and yeah. they notice the penny. She's wearing penny loafers. I I don't know how that's relevant, really, other than penny I, loafers has been the theme here, right? And it's not like she had them in the shoe, huh? No, she didn't. <laughs> so I don't understand that either. It, Whatever. But anyway, so they figure that must be her. So they go after her. And then uh, kind of an outside foot chase ensues. And she pulled her gun. And I wasn't sure about the audio quality at this point. But she took a shot at him, right? Yeah. 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 But there's she people totally everywhere. And nobody reacts. <laughs> no. In nobody fact, reacts one bit. 
In fact, one guy just like turns the corner and bumps into her with like a big box and knocks the gun out of her hand. Yeah. And it goes under like a fence, like a um, security gate or something. Is that and, what it was? Okay. I saw, yeah. yeah, it went under something. You know, like when stores have like those gates they pull down. And yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Something like that. So when, so when those people open up the store, they're going to have a little prize. Yeah. They're like, hey, look what I found. Look, Probably a gun. Not uncommon. But um, then, so she takes off running, hops in a cab. And then here's what, out of character for the son, <laughs> he hops on the hood of the cab. I'm like, all right, he's getting into this now. Yeah. And obviously he thinks probably the cabbie is just going to say, well, I'm not driving with anyone on my own. Well, right. Which he did. He stopped. Yeah. Until she tells him, gives him a little incentive. <laughs> She's like, 200 bucks if you lose him. And um, so then he he's starts like, all right. doing, you know, circles in the middle of the road. He's like. Yeah, he's just doing like donuts at first. Yeah, he's all over the place. And then the, and the dad's like running after him. Yeah, like, like that a, old man run, like <laughs> the, down the hills of San Francisco. Yeah, and trying not to wipe out. And there's just nothing. Like if anything happens, it's going to be him breaking a hip over. You know, he's not going to be able to catch the sun or anything. Right. Um, but so the pr- you know pretty good for the kid. He's holding on to the windshield wipers as they're tar- like turned on, moving. Right. And they're yeah. not snapping off. So no, he's, he's those are some to- pretty strong. Uh, Waiver blades. Yeah, because I'm telling you, like I don't care if you're going five arms. five miles an hour and you fall off a car, <laughs> it's gonna hurt, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So then the guy's like, I know what'll get rid of him. So he drives through a car wash. Now he didn't st- he didn't stop and pay or anything. It was just like you just go no, in, just drove just... right in. And um, so the kid, it does, it works. It it washes the kid off. Right. And really, he should have had like his arms ripped off. <laughs> One of those things, probably. Yeah. yeah. Those brushes are pretty. It probably know. would have like, yeah, like tore his spine out or something. I don't know, but, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, like they, they always caution about your antenna. Uh, so I just figured that would do some damage to the human body. Right. Through, but, yeah, exactly. And then um, so they're like, all right, we shook him. And then, you know, Harry's on the other end with a gun, stops him from, from leaving. And then the kid, he's like all wet and soapy and whatever. He walks up and, and the, he, the the dad says, you got to admit, this is more fun than reading wills or whatever. I know he said something like that. Yeah. That's and a, then I'm yeah, like, that's what he said. And I'm like, yeah, th- you know what? You're right. That like, that was <laughs> way better than any like regular day job. And then, uh, <laughs> so I, I guess that's what kicks off, you know, the, the partnership between the two throughout the series. Now, we didn't really talk about it. Well, we're we're not done with the show yet, but we didn't really talk about it. But this isn't a show that I I remember the show. So I'm like, when I saw it, I'm like, we got to do this one because I remember it. Yeah. But I I vaguely remember it. I don't really remember. Well, yeah. I don't know how willing the kid is. Yeah, when you first told me we're gonna do crazy like a fox, I'm like, is that the one with Kate Jackson? That, you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that was Scarecrow, so. Mrs. King. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I don't know, like as the season goes on or the couple of seasons, if the kid, you know, is more bought into this thing or probably you know, not, or if he's always resistant. Then. Yeah, but anyway. they actually had a TV movie. They came back, did like a comeback in like '87. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Still crazy like a fox. Yeah, well, that's which and I guess this show had relatively good ratings too, but then the network killed it by moving it around. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, 
Uh, they moved it around because they started changing some of their lineup stuff, and then yeah, and it just lost its audience. Time. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, so then they're done with this, and then they show them back at the kid's house because they're going to watch a replay of the big game that they missed. Um, right, right. They're all it, set up. They took the phone off the hook. Hopefully, no one's in jail or on fire right. um, that they care about. Because uh, <laughs> there's no other way to get a hold of them. Yeah, and they've and, done. Uh, that's the the kid has done everything he can to avoid hearing any news about the game. Right, at all, right, right. And obviously, he can't listen on the radio in the car anymore. So he's got that covered. His dad brings rum raisin. He's like, I brought you your favorite rum raisin. He's like, That's your favorite. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that is totally an old school ice cream rum raisin because. I have not seen that in like a 31 flavors. I don't think ever. I've ever even heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you always hear it on like these TV shows from like the late seventies and early eighties. Ooh, rum raisin. Um, and then just as they're sitting down, you know, the game's coming out like, all right, here's the kickoff. He's like, the dad's like, yeah, I heard it's a good game. California won it in overtime or whatever. He yeah, yeah. He's like, like 26. 20, 20, yeah. Yeah. He like throws <laughs> the score out in the kit and then that, then it just ends. And yeah. And, um, but it, I, so I was like, yeah, not a bad show. I kind of liked it. No, I think it was a good show. I thought it was yeah. fun. Yeah, it's one of the 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 better I don't know episodes that I don't remember. You know, like I don't remember watching it ever. But I you just had that vague memory, and uh, yeah, I think it was especially for a show that didn't last long. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, you, you know, would expect, those you would expect it to not be good, right? Yeah. But so, yeah, pretty good overall. So I like that. Yeah, no, definitely good. I I enjoyed it, and I definitely recommend um, you uh, trying it out. Find yeah, it if you, if you like those up. shows. I would watch it. I would Maybe watch other it. episodes and, are better quality than the one we saw. Well, <laughs> and as crappy as the quality was, you know, I, I got to say, and I say this to my kids and stuff all the time. I I don't know if this is true for everybody, but. When I watch something, like the first couple of minutes, I, like I can really judge the quality and things. But then I get so engulfed in it, I, I kind of just lose it. I, it's, oh, it's just, yeah. doesn't doesn't matter to me what I just had problems because like. I was trying to grab audio and the audio really sucked. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. But yeah. Um, yeah, but that was it. So pretty good. Good show. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh Next Before week? we move on here, no, I was gonna say, well, yeah, next week. What we're gonna do next week? What do we? Oh shoot, what was it called? So we're doing. We're going back to Miami Vice. We're going back to my no exit. I think you said no exit. Right with a young Bruce Willis. Yeah, so, that's Miami Vice. Die Hard. Yeah, yeah so uh, look for that next week. Uh, go find it on NBC.com. Easy to see. You can. You can watch it before we talk about it. And then, yeah. you know, you can kind of like talk to us with it, kind of. Yeah, exactly. If you have any thoughts on it, let us know. And uh, before we get to, too far, uh, got a promo from one of our uh, Big Heads Media partners. Uh, it's Outlandish Historians. Take a listen. Hey, we're Renee. And Adrian. And we are the Outlandish Historians. We're sisters, nerds, and lovers of all things history. Except bell bottoms. Keep that in the past. 
Come hang out with us on the Dear World of History podcast. We will frolic through time as we chat and geek out over the good, the bad, and the downright ugly history of the world. We promise you don't have to be a licensed historian to travel through time with us. Maritime disasters? Check. Historical serial killers? Check. Glamorous and petty royals? Check and check. You can find us almost anywhere you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at Dear Historians and Instagram at Outlandish Historians. So chug that drink me bottle and come on down the rabbit hole. It's going to be a wild ride. All right. I don't know. Bell bottoms? I don't know. I think they might be still cool. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I never wore them. I'm gonna, I got I to check this one out, though. It sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, check them out and also check us out. So also you can find us on Apple Podcasts. What else? We got Stitcher, all those ones. Just look it up. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not going to sit here and list them all. You're out. listening you know, to us. You found us once. You'll find us. Again. Yeah. You know where to find us. Right. Um, and also um, what? I used to watch this.com. I used to watch this with the number two in the middle. So I used number two watches. Facebook. Uh, slash I used to watch this Instagram I used to watch this what else we got is that it that's it I think yeah we'll do it we're also and again as the promo said in the beginning we're part of Big Heads Media so you can find us on Big Heads Media along with many other great podcasts so you can go ahead and check them all out too on the bigheadsmedia.com and um, yeah so come back and uh let us know what you think of if you watch Crazy Like a Fox, if you've heard of Crazy Like a Fox, if you're interested in Crazy Like a Fox, let us know in one of the, one of those ways, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. And um, yeah, let us know what you guys think. All right. And we'll see you okay. uh, We'll see you next week when we cover uh, Miami Vice with Bruce Willis. Yes. No exit. Woo. It sounds like the name of a movie for Jean-Claude Van Damme or something. It does. It? It, sounds like a, it sounds like an 80s action movie. So it's pretty awesome. All right. Yeah. For this episode, I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. See you next time. Thanks.